about that. We'll get into that. I, yeah, like, I agree. How does... Mm. Huh? How does what? We're going to talk... We'll, we'll talk about it once we start the thing, because we don't oh. want to, like, ruin, you know... We good. don't want to be spoilering and stuff. Yeah. This is all the stuff that goes at the end. I never exactly. saw the trailer, so I have no fucking idea what people know and don't know about the movie. That's fair. You're going to talk a little closer, homie. I feel like a no. Studio Ghibli movie is not the or kind you like can really, like, spoil, because even if you know the events, like, it's not going to change the, like, mystical, fun, joyous Fever nature dream. of it. Yeah. Kind you of, guys both took your festive headwear Put off. your hats back on, motherfucker. I saw that one was off. I thought it was yours, and I was like, oh, I guess we're done. No, no. Nah, just because Rick doesn't want to wear his flamboyant Christmas tree doesn't mean my we can all go head. rogue. Merry Christmas, motherfuckers. It's Christmas. Uh, you admit you're dead. <laughs> are we, are we rated G from, from here on out? No, we're B? not rated G. The but, fuck is rated G? No, <laughs> but my grandfather is coming to town for Christmas, and it's very like, don't swear around, Grandpa. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and what will happen? A very lengthy lecture. <laughs> is this your mom's dad? It's my dad's dad, 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 and it takes some... It takes a couple of weeks of practicing before I'm back in the groove of not swearing. <laughs> so, you can't just like actively turn it on and off? I can, except that if I haven't been practicing, like in the moments where like, like in conversation I'll be fine, but then I stub my toe and I swear. Oh, okay. Kind of thing. What yeah. about at work? What do you mean what about at work? How do you not, do you curse at work? Yeah, but it's not like an it's don't, not like one of the role requirements. Don't you work from home anyway? Like, yeah. so who cares? I just turn that. My grandpa's not going to be on a Zoom off. call for work. That's We're what I mean. Together for when Christmas. I'm around family, because my husband's a pastor's kid. Mm -hmm. I'm a pastor's kid. Yeah. There's just no swearing in those houses. <laughs> I don't have family you just have like, like an ironclad. That, I know not to switch. say fuck at work. <laughs> well, yeah, so can I. So then, do that. If I do that, then I'm no longer breaking the habit of swearing we, in casual conversation. We mm. have finally reached the point where Jamie's old enough to where Robin and I are both like a little uncomfortable swearing around him. And it's weird because <laughs> I will see like the, the word forming on her lips and just her like glance at him and it's like she's having a tiny aneurysm. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. This is fun. I'm I'm glad we're so. This Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas. As you can tell, we're very festive today. We, we are. We <laughs> we're doing a very Christmassy movie. It's so we're, we're not. And so, in order to <laughs> remedy it's just that, Christmassy is Die Hard. It's, <laughs> it's more. It's less Christmassy than Die Hard. It's right, much Die Hard at least has Christmas in it. There could be Christmas here. You don't know, right? But there's, we, not. there's a lot it's going the on of here. Summer in this movie. They could be in a tropical area. <laughs> they're in Japan. They're, they're in Japan where it snows and they love Christmas. Sometimes they're on fire. Although, I, I guess, don't know. I guess this is like pre... Uh, Spoilers. Yeah. I mean, I can tell you the time period of no, the movie. No, don't spoil 1945. No. Oh, I'm sorry. Rick. I'm sorry, listeners. I so Godzilla's actually, there. This is happening at the exact same time that Godzilla Minus One is happening. <laughs> we haven't done I our thinking intro about yet. that the whole I kind of like that we're doing this back to back with that. It won't come out that way, but yeah. I like that it's, it's that it's that way for us. It's a double feature for <laughs> How us. How is it going to come out? Listen, our, our audience can't see us, so I'm going to describe what we're doing to them. Because in order to make this a Christmas no, no. episode... If you want to know what we look like right now, you need to go on the Discord, where there will be pictures. Listen, all I can say is that we, are, we have donned our Christmas apparel and yes. are enjoying our yes. Christmassy snacks. The merry so, lads. Yeah, it's, it's nice. And, and a lot of them. <laughs> it's cozy. We've got our Christmas treats and our Christmas wear. Merry mm. Christmas, everybody. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Does Christmas. anyone have a spoon? All the caramel sunk to the bottom of my hot cocoa. I do. Did not. I don't. Speaking of so. hot caramel, hi, I'm Josh from <laughs> Atlas here in Nashville, and I'm the King Budgie. <laughs> I'm Rick Fox. I am an author here in Nashville, and I climbed into a heron today. 
I'm Brian. I'm an illustrator here in Nashville, and I don't know why I'm the villain. <laughs> I'm a lot. I'm a bookkeeper here in Nashville, and I am a pile of carefully balanced blocks that's about to fall over. And we're opinionated. all millennials are carefully piling that was pile of blocks technically actually i'm gonna make you feel old again i am gen z oh boy wait is that older than what millennial no it is not star. okay 96 i mean you're not that much younger than hey me. speaking of 96 today we're watching 96 the boy and the heron not the year i was born oh, which oh. currently has a 96 on rotten tomatoes hey were you born before or after 9-11 I was born before. Okay. This movie came out after 9-11. It came out in 2023. <laughs> it was written and directed by Hayao Miyazaki, and it stars Soma Santoki, Masaki Suda, Ko Shibasaki, and many others. Wait, what's his first name? Wh- which one? Miyazaki. Hayao. Hayao. Hi-o. There's no N in there? No. 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 There's For never, some reason, did, I thought there was an N. Where did you think the N was? I thought that it was Hanyo. Oh, I've no. heard it no, pronounced everything from how to Hayao to Hayao. But never Hanyo. Never Hanyo. <laughs> never oh, Hanyo. You could be thinking of Panyo. That's yeah. right. A young boy named Mahito, yearning for his mother, ventures into a world shared by the living and the dead. With the there... deepest voice for an 11-year-old I ever <laughs> did hear. There... He's a very somber 11-year-old. Mother, no, look out. Mother, I'm coming. Mother. <laughs> there, death comes to an end, and life finds a new beginning. A semi-autobiographical fantasy from the mind of Hayao Miyazaki. Dude, I want to know what drugs he was taking in his youth. <laughs> well, the autobiographical part is apparently his like dad had that same yeah. job that the guy's dad in this had, and his he's done this died part, that part of the story mm-hmm. before. It's oh, the other s- movie he's done was way more autobiographical. Have you seen my semi-biographical work, Terminator Two? I also have a mother <laughs> <laughs> who died early. Like you know, it, it was it was yeah. uh, she didn't die that early though. Yeah. She had I mean, tuberculosis, and he feared that she would die early. Oh, uh, okay. I, the, the thing that I said said that she died. Listen, it's, she it's does, like everybody. <laughs> yes. J- just to recap, this is a First Impressions episode. We're going to speak for a little bit uh, without any spoilers, uh, given our thoughts on the episode, our general impression. We'll recommend it or not, and then we'll have a brief break where we warn you, hey, spoilers are incoming. So don't worry about it being spoiled if you're interested in going and seeing this raw. Um, I knew nothing about it. Other than it had a creepy heron guy in it, I'd seen a couple trailers and so the trailer showed he was a the creepy heron. The creeper, guy. Mm-hmm. not just a the bird. trailer showed uh, the heron's beak open up and a big old fat butt. No, Gas. Daniel <laughs> DeVito. Ass just I'm not out swearing of this episode. I'm practicing. Uh, and a big old nose came out of the heron's mouth, and mm, so like okay. it had kind of spoiled a little bit of that. Sure. Did you see it in English, Rick? Yeah, I saw was it, it Danny DeVito? I don't think no. no the, God, it was, um, damn it, Robert it was, Pattinson. Yeah, that's not Daniel DeVito. It should have been Daniel. Those perfect, are very different people. <laughs> when you design the perfect character for his bot for his soul to take over, and they don't put it him in there, I get so Danny pissed. DeVito. That is a shame. It really should have been Daniel. DeVito. Can I, I offer you a herring egg? <laughs> a Christmas story. We should all hop along Josh's uh, resolution here. But no, I like I'm to say fuck. That. Yeah. yeah, that's true. <laughs> that was a short-lived resolution. His grandpa's stupid for believing that, and I'll fight him. Listen, I had my mouth washed nice out with soap. Grandpa. Did you really? A couple times as I a child. Did too. Mm, I never did. 
Speaking of but children, I, never, I just never cursed um, in front of my. Parents. There's a child in this movie. <laughs> yes, there is. Uh, <laughs> with a deep ass voice. With a deep ass. With a very deep voice. Old, bo- old voice. Yes. Well, um, a very adult voice coming from I assume well, an 11 year old. I mean, voice. this kid is like the most serious child that's ever existed. He could be anywhere from 11 to 14. Mm-hmm. He could yeah. be a stunted 14. That's fair. Uh, I knew nothing about this going in, um, and I enjoyed. The Miyazaki movies that I've seen before. I've seen Howl's Moving Castle, yep. Princess Mononoke, yep, yep. Spirited Away. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think probably one more that I'm forgetting. My Neighbor Totoro? Haven't seen that. Castle in the Sky? No. Ponyo? Little I'm girl not, in I'm the not ocean. I'm just go around sure. guessing through it, but <laughs> I, I've, seen, I've seen a few. Kiki's yeah. Delivery Service. That's um, my favorite. The Wind Rises. And, okay. and so I thought that I had an idea of what I was getting into going to mm-hmm. a Miyazaki movie. You're this right. one felt different to me. Okay. Um, it was still really pretty, mm-hmm. but there was some of the like, like I always love how detailed he does all of the food shots and sure, stuff like yeah. that. Mm-hmm. And I felt a lot of that detail and just amazing animation and the movement mm-hmm. and some of the scenes where there's like fire going on. Yeah. Uh, but the rest of the movie was just like, it's really pretty, but it's not like blowing you away blowing me away like some of his other movies sure. have that's fair and then mm-hmm. the story as a whole i came away from it Confused. knowing that there's more to digest if i could watch it again sure yeah, but on first pass it's kind of just confusing and i'm not really sure what i watched the first time <laughs> yeah first. i'm glad that i don't have that feeling just because i watched it at like it started at 10.30, and so by the time it was over, I was just like, I, I like this, but I want to go home. <laughs> there were parts yeah. of it where, where it seemed like one of those movies to where you're like, you're half asleep, and you wake up, and mm-hmm. then you're in another part, and you're like, I, yeah. I miss continuity. <laughs> yes, Except exactly. it wasn't falling no. asleep. It was no. just like the movie progressed. It was yeah. very right. strange. Did you I, watch anything to prep? Like prep for no, it? No, no, no. After to like help you figure out what I was wanted going. to like I was going to but then I decided I wanted to like read the motivations behind it, it yeah. but I didn't have the time as I was prepping our little hats so. <laughs> right yeah um, um I have seen a lot of Miyazaki's movies and the problem is that I made the mistake of watching Princess Mononoke first and not a single one of them has lived up to that one for mm. me so far I've, I I had the same problem with Kiki's Delivery Service, but it, it was also my first like real anime thing that mm. I saw. So I was like, cartoons can be like this, right? Yeah, and I I, I have liked all of his other movies mm. that I've seen, but I absolutely love Princess Mononoke, and mm. none of them have quite been. They've never qu- scratched that itch the way that that one did. Um, that said, I think this is probably my second favorite. Like, really? Uh, okay. Yeah, I came out of it having having had a lot of fun with it, even though I was like like sitting there forcing myself awake again. <laughs> but it, that wasn't yeah. the movie's fault. That was I'm an old man now, and it's too late for me. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I had a I had an absolute blast with this one. I had no expectations going in. I was just going to go, okay, I mean, this could be a Ponyo, this could be a sure. Mononoke, who knows? But well, it's a Ponyo to you. Do you just not care for Ponyo? I not, love Ponyo. I like Ponyo, I like it. but it's cute. something didn't quite hit all the way like it usually mm, it does is, for me. It is a very cute movie. And that's mm. that's kind of all it is. And that's like not the a bad dad thing. On but that one. Yeah, the dad was cool. <laughs> Brian, what do you think? You often have a lot to contribute when it comes to a movie's art style. Uh, just given that you're an illustrator, what do you think of this one? It was, I, it was I, beautiful. I mean, yeah, I really liked. I like the effects they used for when the fire was happening. I'm, mm, yeah. I'm glad there wasn't a lot of 3D because I'm not really into his son's 3D no. Miyazaki movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I, I love the fucking Heron's design. Yeah. Well, 
when he's mid transformation, I'm not really into it until I know it's going and then I come around. But I didn't like when he just did that thing that birds do where they stick out their stick their neck through the bottom yeah. of their mouth to like mm-hmm. show mate stuff. That's my favorite part sure. of the transformation. <laughs> yeah, like, when he finishes transforming into the little Danny DeVito, I'm like, oh, go back to the weird like okay. head in a mouth design. <laughs> right. Are we doing a spoiler free part right now? Or that's not? The that's in the trailer. I like when he, he's got teeth. I like when he's got the nose. And I like when his eyes come out, but there's a middle area in between there that I don't like to where his eyes aren't quiet all the he way out, but they're not like in his head. He just looks like it's his first suit. I really like when I'm he's all right just... with his first suit. <laughs> <laughs> I really like when he's just got it down as like a hood on yes, the back of I his like back. Yes, I like it a lot. And he looks like a completely normal person until you see, oh wait, those are still those hair and legs, legs are at the doing bottom. doing that, yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and I like his transformation sequence quite yeah. a bit, especially when he goes back to being bird. Yeah, yeah, that was very yeah. cool. That's Alana, great. your thoughts? Um, Yeah, I... Kind of have similar-ish thoughts to Josh and Rick, where I've seen a lot of Miyazaki movies. I grew up watching Totoro like that. Mm, I nice. watched that yeah, over yeah. and over sure. again. So fun, and so I was ready to like experience some nostalgia mm-hmm. watching this, which I didn't, which was kind really? of surprising. Okay, um, but it was beautiful, and it was also just I think we've all said this sort of like a trip to dreamland yeah it's a fever dream for sure very much so um as far as recommending if you like miyazaki's movies i would i would definitely recommend it it's yeah i wouldn't put it at the top but i also wouldn't say that it's not worth watching yeah and and that's interesting you started off the recommendation so let's just go around and then we'll get to the spoiler part but i I have not seen all of the Miyazaki movies. Sure. I kind of listed the ones that I have seen. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. from what I gather, those are kind of the top of the crop. Um, but this felt like a disappointment to me compared to his other movies. Okay. Yeah. If you like it, I, I don't think it's worth seeing in theaters personally. Hmm. Um, That's so fair. I don't like seeing I, I w- most things in theaters. I wouldn't, I would not necessarily recommend going to see this. Um, I don't think it's bad. I just, it didn't hit the notes that I was expecting for a Miyazaki movie. And I didn't come away from it like, heartwarmed like I often am. <laughs> yeah. Because it is kind of somber. Movie, yeah, his movies often have a way of like getting pretty freaking grim mm-hmm. and then bringing you back up by the end of it. Sure. Yep. And towards the end, I was just like, that was, it's like you described it, it as a somber movie. Yeah. Uh, and so maybe it's just that's not what I was going into it for. And so I left disappointed. But that, I think that makes sense. Yeah. I would say if you like Miyazaki, go see it in the theater just, mm-hmm. just to support him. Um, I, I think it is worth at least that much. I, I would also say that like, it is, like I said, this is my second favorite probably of of the ones that I've seen. Um, but I kind of have a thing in my head where I judge all Miyazaki movies by like, is there a scene where someone runs incredibly (laughs) enthusiastically (laughs) and boy, howdy is there. (laughs) I I, I like when he draws fast running people and children. It's It's something about like there, there's a specific one. I don't remember what it's from, but it's a little boy that's like running around on a little Island with a, um, with a, uh, uh, what sea is turtle? It? No, it's a tower. With a what's it called? Um, sea turtle. Yeah, it's just Goku. A lighthouse. Um, lighthouse. Yeah, it's the one with a lighthouse where this kid is running around, and me and a friend of mine just send it to each other every now and then because it's just the most like enthusiastic, mm-hmm. joyous little boy run that I've ever seen. Um, and this has a <laughs> this has a boy running, uh, but it's not quite as uh, joyous. There's not it's a lot of joyous. joyous in the movie. There's not, That's but my they're kind big of beef with the main yeah. character. But I'll go ahead and say I I think that you should go see it. Um, but Brian, give us give us your thoughts and your recommendation. Uh, Go see it, but don't go see it in theaters because theaters okay. kind of suck. 
So don't go see it, just see it. Yeah, see it. Watch the movie, like support him, but I I didn't think there was any real reason. Like two and a half see it's out of five. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) All right. Okay. Well, let's. There's a we're gonna jump around a bunch in the spoiler part. Yes, but that's also kind of just because of what happens in the movie. That's Mm -hmm. not necessarily because of our own chaotic disorganization. So we'll be back in just a minute to get into all of our spoilery thoughts. Okay. Mahito. So, you made it. Mother! Have a seat. It's this way, Mahito. A lot of strange things happen in this place. I just hope he stays safe. Save me. Save me, Mahito! What exactly are you? mother. She's awaiting your rescue. I'll be your guide. How long do we have to wait? (laughs) Not this long. Rick, why do you have that picture of an anime boy for your wallpaper? Because I made it with an AI thing and I thought, ah, this kind of looks like Roz. It doesn't count as making stuff. I am aware it does not count as drawing something. I still It doesn't count as making stuff. There's not a new verb for You told someone to do something and it did something. There's not a verb for that. He commissioned it from an AI. It's worse. That implies I paid money for it. I did not. It's okay for you to like a picture that you generated using AI. Generated. Sure, we can use the word generated. Yeah, That's you, why I have it on there. It. I liked it. I thought, hey, I like this. I'm going to put it on there. I've got a couple of those. Is that the one with the fucked up fingers? No. Well, I think they've gotten bigger at this that. one. I think I sent this one to you and Michael. Oh, yeah, yeah, I just like why it. Why is he so dirty? Why'd you generate a dirty boy? Because he was supposed to he look like a dirty up. boy. He was supposed dirty to look like... Dirty lift boys. <laughs> he was for supposed to look... wallpaper. He was supposed to look beat up, but it came Crops out like... to the top of the dirty shoulders. Dirty instead. Because yeah. it doesn't want to do blood or anything even close to like gore or anything like that. So in, you instead... You can make just porn kinda... with it, but why? Well, I red have to paint a different one. Like that. You, can't, you can't make porn with this one either. Put viscous okay. red mud dirt. on it. <laughs> Did you yeah. make him eating spaghetti? <laughs> no, I should have. <laughs> Shopping for Wonder Bread. <laughs> anyway. Have you not movie, seen that one? Is that another one that they have trouble generating properly? No, there's just, there's just, I, I don't know the whole history of it, but I think the summary is there's a guy who pays obscene amounts of money for furry artists to draw like Lola Bunny shopping for Wonder Bread. <laughs> <laughs> you should look it up at that some would, point. All right. It's fair just, enough. Yeah. I knew about the Reddit guy who has a duck fetish, but that's, that's about it. Like specifically rubber ducks. That's a, rubber it's a whole thing. Yeah. There's a rubber duck. Honestly, guy rubber ducks are easier for me to swallow than actual You're ducks. not supposed to swallow them. Yeah, but it's a bad idea to swallow a whole duck. <laughs> I prefer rubber ducks. Whether someone's masturbating or do not, do not swallow poultry. rubber duck. You will asphyxiate and die. <laughs> you looking up Lola Bunny? Try me. <laughs> Try me, bitch. And maybe that's part of it, Rick. You don't know what I'm into. <laughs> you know, you get me choking true. on a rubber duck. <laughs> I don't know what the smallest breed of duck is. It might be easier to swallow than a rubber duck. Baby. Yeah, that's not a breed. I feel like you could swallow a baby duck easier than a rubber duck have you seen that dude that like swallows live goldfish and then vomits them back up i have no. not and i don't want to what the fuck? animal cruelty yeah absolutely as much it, as i hate PETA, they need to come after that guy PETA. do they live yeah he, the well fish not well huh. bullshit no what? he like he like vomits it back up and it like swims around in a bowl yeah i'm happy sure he days. does for a bit <laughs> and those those organs and are going to last forever. It has PTSD though. for the six seconds. I mean, remember I was that. about to say it's not. I'm sure it's some kind of magic trick. I just don't know how because you see him put the goldfish in his mouth and so like, there's a herring guy in this fucking on. movie. <laughs> Herons put fish in their mouth. 
But then he he like he'll also put like dry sugar in his mouth and then vomit. To prove that. And then like show you his mouth is empty. Blah blah blah. Like oh here's my tongue. Blah, blah, you know. And then he'll vomit back up the dry sugar and it's not wet yeah. or anything. So I bet he's possible? got a bag in his throat. It's got to be a yeah. bag or something. Huh. Okay. Like in his stomach. But that makes yeah. me think that is, the fish is probably okay when he it, does it first. Or is something. it a jerk-off thing? Or is it just a no, thing No, it's, a, it's a like go on Jay Leno thing. When you say okay. jerk-off thing, like a sex thing? Yeah, I mean like oh, is someone no. jerking off to these videos. I'm, I mean, yes, but it's not <laughs> oh, for I that purpose. I love people swallow goldfish and cue balls and dry sugar. <laughs> Look, I know you can commission porn, so if you're at that specific of a fetish, you can get it done, Please, and maybe sir. that's what this was. <laughs> Would you swallow some dry sugar and vomit it up? <laughs> Here's $3,000. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, sure. Fuck yeah. Hey, AI. <laughs> Create this guy swallowing a fish, but make we, it come back out. Okay. We are about to enter a realm of weird porn like no other with AI oh, yeah. shit. Oh, yeah. And it makes me uncomfortable. Anyway, there's a, a heron new, in this there's movie. There's a whole new level of ethics when it comes to AI generation of that stuff. I feel though. like there's not because it's an AI. What's changed? Well, because now AI, especially with a lot of... This is not a podcast conversation, <laughs> but there's a lot of like generating people's faces without permission kind of right. thing. Yes. Yeah, but that's what are like, we that hasn't normalizing? Yeah. I mean, that's just been photoshopped so, right. for like 30 years. Yeah, but it's way easier now with yes, AI. Yes, it is. Way Can we talk accessible. about the boy and the goddamn hair? Yes, I want to say, Brian, have you seen Felix Colgrave's animations? He did Double King and some other weird stuff like that? I don't have any idea. Okay, I want everybody to go look up Felix Colgrave. Um, okay. Also our listeners. Because the heron, like... Feels sort of like vomit that. releasing the dude out of his own throat reminds me of Felix Colgrave, of like a Felix Colgrave character. Everything like about what I'm seeing right now Show is me. making me extremely uncomfortable. Oh, it's so cool. I hate oh, all yeah, of yeah, this. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I remember that guy. I hate doesn't it. doesn't the heron like popping his little eyes and his nose out of the yeah. out of the mouth remind you of like that guy's Yeah, kind of those animation? big bulging eyes. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. I can see that. I despise everything about What about that little I'm dragon? Sorry, no. no, don't like it. Not any of this. That's horrifying. I'm not a fan. I wish you had not brought this into my life, Josh. <laughs> no, it's phenomenal. Everybody should go watch it. <laughs> no. It's excellent animation. Some anyway. of this stuff is cute. No. It's weird. It's weird animation and I like weird animation. Um so- and I like the way that this heron looks. I got to ask you guys, how much of this do you think in movie, right? Yep. Because obviously if this is supposed it's a fever to be dream. semi if this is supposed to be semi autobiographical, sure. Mm-hmm. Then clearly this stuff isn't reality, right? Right. But in It's not in movie autobiographical universe, in that sense at all. It's yeah. not that's right. not it's you need like to let go some, of that because that's not a I'm thing. I'm not trying to hold on to <laughs> it's, it's, not saying it, it's not saying it. I'm asking What's in his movie, question? How much of this do you think actually happens? Reality versus allegory in movie. Reality to Miyazaki's life? No, to, in movie. Okay, I think okay. it's all. No, I think it's all reality. I also originally I thought it was a fever dream, like Truman Capote style. Like he hits himself in the head and like yeah, yeah goes crazy because the was, kid like smashes his own brains in with a rock. That's when it gets weird to me, and I was waiting for like a okay. kind of a bookend to that. But question for you guys: Yeah, why did he whack himself in the head with a rock? Because he's, uh, he's unhappy and he didn't want to go to school. Really want to? Okay, because yeah. when he does have like seem to have that option he doesn't seem like that enthusiastic like it never like seems like he's that i mean he doesn't seem enthusiastic about anything in this movie he's not he wasn't happy to also not go to school he's just unhappy period fair okay so it's just a like mom is dead and they moved away from the city he grew up in to be Mm -hmm. in the country to be with a clone of his mom and also when they got there he finds out that the aunt he's never met 
or has only met as an infant is now his new mom. Right. Well, and pregnant yeah. with his new sibling. And yeah. so it's Slash a it's cousin. a very unhappy time for this child. I guess, but I, I I think part of it is just that he is so pent up. I get like he is the most like manners kid ever this kid Mm -hmm. has like just the most respect for every adult that has ever existed in i've ever seen in a movie he he is just a very i have a kid who uh has a tendency to mouth off at times i don't know where he got jamie doesn't take his shoes off at the door and bow to every adult he passes (laughs) correct no he does not to be fair jamie's not japanese (laughs) also true but he uh i so i'm not used to any anything like this (laughs) um so i was just i was when the movie is beginning and when we're seeing like his his life leading up to the the kind of crazy events that happen later he is so it's hard for me to tell if he's just so pent up or if that's just who he is. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I think by the end of the movie, I come to the conclusion that it's a bit of both. Yeah. Like he's just naturally a very respectful kid, but also he is very like withdrawn from the world because of his mother's yeah. death. Because um, even when he like gets angry or mm-hmm. is annoyed at something, it's still a very like reserved emotion. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Um, I, 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 I can't help liking the kid because of that, but I don't mm-hmm. know if that's going to be a universal thing. There's. I don't really like how he doesn't react to the whimsy at all. Mm. Like, he's just like, okay, this is this is happening now, and I'm existing yeah. in it. Like, yeah. I want there, him to be like, what the fuck? <laughs> I don't want that. I would like at least a little bit of reaction to it, though. Well, like, yeah, that's I, what I mean. Sure, because I, I think that there is something really funny to me about the fact that he's just like, oh, I live in a magical universe where heron men exist, right? and he's just chill with that. Something about that is really funny to me. Especially but, just his immediate decision, oh, this heron needs to die. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. This is not right. I live in a world where things should be right. <laughs> exactly. I will craft a bow and arrow to kill this bird, man. And the fact that it's magical will piss me off. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so so he gets, you know, they they move. He meets his new mom. Yeah. There's a heron. That slash is, aunt. Yeah. Slash mom aunt. aunt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> man. His, his dad's new side piece that he's married to. Well, now. main piece. Yeah. Main, main piece. Yeah. Not yeah. Even side piece. It's just his, his mother died and... I think this is just more common a long time ago. It may was have been. like, hey, you marry the sibling of your dead spouse. Well, plus it's three years. Like, I don't begrudge him. It's just uncomfortable that yes. it looks exactly like his old mom. It's also wife. uncomfortable that his dad hasn't had a conversation about this. Now, see, with I think him. I think he did. I think I, he knew, yeah. Yeah. yeah he, he didn't seem surprised at all. He was just uncomfortable as soon as the mom mentioned yeah. it. It was not like, <gasps> But that's not a, like, emotion. I don't think it was an emotional conversation. It was an informative one. Of hey, like, by the hey, way. This is what Except is happening. Except it wasn't because she knew, or he knew. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's what I mean. Is like, he just, like, was informed of, this yeah. is the scenario. Oh, you have feelings about that? Like, let's not deal with that. We're I just, knocked yeah, up we your aunt. We're moving there now. <laughs> yeah. My other question is... There's a Japanese house, but there's also a Western-style house. We'll talk about it. But there's a tower, too. <laughs> but we won't actually talk yeah. about we it. We don't I talk. like airplanes. You like airplanes? Cool. <laughs> I'm a father in the 40s. We don't talk. Um, <laughs> <laughs> when he gets there, his new mom aunt, his new mant, yes. is <laughs> showing him the new living space. There's kind of an older-style Japanese house. There's a yeah. newer-style Western house. He meets all of the maids. He meets the seven dwarves, the seven dwarves but as <laughs> Yeah, they are. Uh, And he sees in the distance the tower, and you know he. Well, after the heron shows it to him. 
the heron comes and squawks and <laughs> yeah. dive bombs him and then is like in the voice of his dead mother yeah come save me yeah come save no, that's me a later. <laughs> that that heron is fucked up like oh, yeah it is what what is the heron's goal do you guys think like is I don't, it just overall I was trying or right to figure out at the beginning of the movie the, like for the whole to movie, make him to come what it actually you think it, he just wants him yeah. in there like that's what the, it is purely trying to get him to come there whether it be like with like the stick or the carrot like he's like because he i'll works... be cool at first he's not coming all right i'm going to make fun of his dead mom because <laughs> he because he works for the man in the tower yes. right and it's this it's this tower attached to like a big old building kind of in the corner of the forest and all of the new maid grannies talk to him and they're like listen you can't go there that place is cursed people just disappear your great great grand uncle built it or built it and then disappeared suddenly and nobody knew what happened stay away yeah exactly. so when we got introduced to the tower he goes in through a semi-flooded tunnel yeah. that leads to stairs and i'm like okay he can't get through there because there's too much mud there's mud stuff. but then i realized the top of the stairs I, I meet that too, yeah. where the bo- the I, top of the I was like that's that not too. how it would work. It's not yeah. a functional they, stairway. They talk yeah. about it being like sealed up, and I guess yeah. that's what they're talking about. But like, it doesn't make any sense of how you it, would it, that wouldn't be that. sealed up for that. Like, although it has structurally changed in some way, he I don't understand. He wasn't going against the arch. He was going against like the mud on an the embankment arch. of dirt. But he was still him. really close. But to he the was arch. definitely too yeah. close. Like it's a staircase for ants. The architecture didn't make sense. Maybe it was for herons <laughs> or made people who can fit inside here little grannies yeah there you go um but yeah there are a lot of little, little grannies in this movie and i am both like the moment they show up i'm like oh those things are definitely evil but no, the movie does not prove me to be correct the moment they they're, show up they're, they're just i'm like oh it's the seven dwarves yeah. exactly there's doc happy sleepy grumpy mm-hmm. yeah i guess I, and they all have mm-hmm. their own walk cycle and like oh, we yeah. know that Miyazaki yes, loves an old lady. Yes, it's true. So he, he just threw he likes seven scary of them ones in too. there. He, he also just loves to give old ladies like giant fucking warts somewhere oh, yeah. on their face. Giant red noses, mm-hmm. giant warts. A lot of old ladies have those. I mean, yeah. that's fair. I'm not a saying of, it's wrong. Yeah, a lot of old folks that I'm don't have s- access to a dermatologist are going to get those well, That's things. what I love about his style because... In a lot of anime, like everyone is just so beautiful and perfect. Yeah. And then when they're old, they just have like some arbitrary wrinkles around their face. <laughs> I but, am like, still a perfect 10, but I have right. a few slight crow's feet. <laughs> but, yeah. Like his art just makes old people so real looking, but not ugly. Just yeah. like. Well, yeah, it's like his little old grannies look like if someone took a testicle and mashed it into like a little <laughs> face. Yes, that is true. But like, that's the level cute. of wrinkles. They are, they're cute. <laughs> like testicles. Yeah. <laughs> everyone thinks testicles are cute, right? Yes. <laughs> Jingle balls, everyone. On Jingle behalf balls. of all women, <laughs> no comment. <laughs> See, now that just raises more questions. <laughs> I don't know how to feel about that. Because I would assume, from my point of view, testicles are fucking ugly. I mean, really? Yes. yes. What do you mean, really? Wait. Are you under the impression that I was being you, serious? You now? like fleshy peach pits? Hold on. The whole. I, no, no. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I just had everyone go look up Felix Cosgrave. Yes. Right? Also Colgrave. Sure. Because well, yeah. I lo- I find hideous things little, attractive. Gr- weird little grotesque things. See, to be I cute. Do, yeah, I do too. And so I like pugs. I like. There's a certain like cuteness to testicles. I think. I think testicles are kind of cute. I think there are more ideal testicles than others, but I think sure. as a whole. 
They're not that great. The thing that bothers no, the me about the other part. The thing that bothers uh, me about as far as the hole goes, they don't make a good hole. I'm not a fan of hairy testicles. The hair kind of ruins it for me. I mean, if, if, got I, some if I have to go, I'm okay with them. If I have to go testicle, I want them to be very firm and like shiny. What? <laughs> so firm, no. shiny. The opposite so like of, waxed, of Josh's testicles yes. is long well, and, and maybe, like waxed. Sure. Like I'm just saying, like not necessarily real test. Like you want a taut sack. Yeah, taut. No, okay, and Some maybe, taut maybe balls. this is just like I, I'm a naturally pendulous sacked man myself, and so maybe it's just. I think everyone is with enough heat. <laughs> no, just naturally, just like heat or cold. I've got. Yeah, I'm just saying. I got like, some people can get there. He's on the long end of the of the spectrum, though. I have had to wash my nuts after shitting because they've d- dipped. Yes. And it's just, I need to maintain hygiene. I'm sorry right? for you. Yes. I'm sorry for myself. Why don't you roll them or tie them? I do, sometimes they roll off do the your thigh. your balls hang low? Do they want to I will to put them on the thigh, and then Can sometimes tie they them in a fall knot? back in. Can you tie anyway, them in a bow? I'm just saying that these little old grannies are cute like testicles are sometimes cute. Like, specifically cute. your testicles? Is that what I'm hearing? Can you put a little nose on them and turn them into one of these grannies? I want you guys to watch this movie and look at the grannies and just think, Josh's testicles. I'm so glad I wasn't thinking that the whole time I watched this movie. Mm, Yes. And now I'm not going to watch it again. I forget about this conversation. Specifically the old lady when she's describing when the tower fell to earth and she's like, boom. Sarah, can yes. you confirm? Anyway, yeah. <laughs> so there's gold grannies in this, and they show up at the beginning. And I like that there's a character to a lot of them, and like I mean, guess a little yeah. bit of character to all of them. But I do wish I that they had that played my more least role. favorite one was the one that got to go on the. Oh, she was kind of the most, most boring one. I like all of them. Well, but I, I, I came yeah, around to her. Was so great. But I got, my favorites were like the like the one with the glasses that had double eyes and her. I did like the one with a giant wart on her nose. Yeah, that was a cool one. There's another one. I guess it was sort of like the leaderish granny i really liked her yeah mm-hmm. um but i th- i think she was the wart one was she not might have been i'm it's been a so. minute for me I, I watched it a little longer ago than you guys they they warn mahito about staying away mahito. from the tower um <laughs> huh mahito that's what i said say it again mahito i thought you said, <laughs> Last time you said mahito <laughs> a delicious they warn, mahito they warn mahito to they made him a good minty a drink. we need like a japanese name course before we do another <laughs> japanese movie i mean i can do them just fine <laughs> They warn, Japanese. they warn Mojito to stay away. <laughs> Delicious Mojito. To stay away from the tower. And he respectfully kind of does until the heron comes back and starts dissing his dag mom. Dag mom, dag mom, dag mom. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And so I have he, teeth for no reason. Those teeth. Okay, when so we talked a little bit about oh them. The teeth. But Big the fan. moment when he's like opening his mouth and like it's all you can see is the teeth. Like that. Mm. They're like dentures. Yeah, yeah. There's something yeah. so wrong about it. I No, I really do like it. Like it does look cool, but and it's just like. you start to see his nose come out, but you yeah. don't know what it is. Exactly. Yeah, I, red, warty That was mask. the point I didn't like it until it became a nose. I'm like, I'm coming yeah. around. <laughs> and so Mojito goes down to the pond to fight this heron. Yeah, he's like, I get my stick to beat it to death. I like that he just straight up is like, oh, there's a there's a heron out there dissing my mom. Let me grab a stick and beat it to death. The, like he doesn't think about it. He doesn't like have a. Nope. He doesn't Correct. come up with a plan or anything. He doesn't like try to get a range weapon. He's just like, nope, stick, beat death. Well, under normal circumstances, that would be perfectly adequate to kill a heron. Yeah, because <laughs> the true. heron flies at him at Mach five. Yeah, and Mahito like swings a stick. Baseball, and, yeah, and yeah. hits the home run hit, mm-hmm. and the heron just 
catches it in his teeth. Yeah, bites it. Yeah, severs the bat in half. Not even shatters it. Yeah, just destroys it like like on a molecular level. His human molars. (laughs) Now, okay, and Mojito's like, well, I still have more stick to hit you with. (laughs) Yeah, he's just like not even giving a shit about it. Just ready to go again. If anyone here or the listeners have watched Wee Bear Bears, he's he's effectively taking like a an ice bear stance on this. Like, I need to go kill something, and I'll never tell anyone that I did this. I just take care of business, (laughs) and then I'll put my stick up and no one will know this happened but then okay but then that's when the frogs come and the fish <laughs> and yeah, the they fish. all start telling him to like join us it's yeah, horrifying that was a, it was it's really not, they, weird they don't just come by themselves but no, the, no. Heron the heron is like, like summoning summoning, summoning all these pond animals. plagues yeah upon mojito and like hundreds of frogs are crawling all over his and face. he's just and like i'm not breaking eye contact frogs yeah. and he's a little bit upset but he doesn't like the way they're kind of the way they're chanting gives me kind of paprika vibes a yeah, little bit yeah, yeah i yeah. can see that the, the when you're when you're saying that he doesn't break eye contact when i first saw it i was like oh he's just under a spell now i think That's that just I might thought, be mojito yeah. like, I, I, so. I was like this yeah. isn't a fever dream he just like does not not <laughs> fuck yes and then Left again. All the old ladies run out of the house mm-hmm. along with his new aunt mom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she has a giant bow and she shoots like a, a weird a whistler. It's, yeah, it's got like a weird hook in it. It's yeah. a whistler. Some, it's like a man catcher for a very small man. Right. Yeah. A special arrow that yes. makes the bird very upset mm-hmm. and he finally leaves. And then Mahito just wakes up. Yeah. Well, he goes to sleep and he's covered in water, yeah, but he then like he's in faints. bed. Yeah. And then wakes up Because he's still got a pretty serious head injury. Correct. Yeah. Okay, From so... From when he bashed himself in the head with a rock. And lost like 13 pints of blood and he's just like, puts hat that back on, doesn't give shit. extremely concerning. Yeah. I was yes. not a fan. Um, But he goes, like, he wakes up and needs to go to the bathroom, goes in there, and that's where the stick that he grabbed was. Mm-hmm. Opens the door. The stick seems to be back in place perfectly as mm-hmm. was, but then he touches it and it immediately shatters into all the pieces that it yeah, was he before. He picks it up and he's like, oh, this is cool. And then, Which is the weirdest thing to me because it, it, to me implies that like someone else has to be magical yeah. there. Like yeah. maybe it's the grannies or like the grannies is the like main one that I'm thinking, but maybe it's all, it could be of, the sister. I yeah. like, from that got the idea that it, it was a dream, but it was a real dream. That's what I think. It's like when you're near that rock, dreams can yeah. affect reality. Yeah, Maybe. like what happened to him and the heron was real, even right. if... Uh, it didn't happen in reality. Yeah, even if... I kind of get that same feeling because in the... Like, the first time he wakes up and he goes and chases the heron with the stick and bashes it, mm. that starts with him waking up and his dad coming in and having a conversation with him about mm. like, hey... Oh, I'm, I will I'm avenge okay. you. I'll avenge you. You don't have to go to school. Go talk to your aunt because she's pregnant and wants to see you. His yeah. dad is the worst conversationalist. Yes, but Seriously. I but then, appreciate his enthusiasm. Like he's like, he's very I will straight up kill this child that he's hurt. Like I'm best. rich, I can do whatever I want <laughs> yes. in this podunk town. <laughs> and then he's like, everything's going well at the factory. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> yes. But but when Mojito wakes up the second time mm-hmm. and he yeah. goes and checks on the stick and it looks fine mm-hmm. and then it shatters mm-hmm. that also starts with his dad coming in and having yeah. an almost identical yeah. conversation with yeah. him yeah. and there's an old lady there in the hall and she's like strange things That's happened in this place I thought, I thought him seeing the stick break could have also been a fever dream but then she acknowledges that like this thing's Something all broken apart happened. and it's like oh yeah. then there's yeah, shit's happening. Yeah, some some weird shit goes. I get the impression that weird shit goes down here a lot. Yes. Oh yeah. Um, and that his dad is just such a serious-minded person that he can't acknowledge any of it. No. <laughs> he 
Mojito kind of rests and recuperates for a little bit mm-hmm. until his mant, yes, who disappears. is who is pregnant. Yeah, all of a sudden he sees her walking into the forest towards the tower. Doesn't really think anything of it. But, well, he uh, might, but he's like he's found a book from his mom, like that is from his dead mom that he didn't know was from his dad. Right. He's like, ah, mm-hmm. oh, shit, here we go. And and it's not till later that all the old grannies and the rest of the people working in, in the house. Are all going out like Mant, Mant? What happened? Where are you? Come back home, Mant! And he looks out the window like, Oh, I saw her going to the woods like way earlier. <laughs> and then better like, grab my no bow way. and arrow and go save her. I like. I appreciate that. That's his his yeah. reaction. Yeah, like, I'm glad that there's like he he's got good in him. He's just not having a good time. Yeah, exactly. Because like it would be very easy for him yeah. to to put the resentment that he clearly feels mm-hmm. on his aunt. In a way that says like, oh, okay, I'll just let her stay out there and be dead. Yeah. But instead, he like zero hesitation grabs weapons that he has made mm-hmm. and like heads out there to go fuck shit up. And like, and there's something very like attractive about that kind of character. Yeah. That's just like, I'm gonna take charge, even though it's not necessarily going towards my goals. This is the right thing to do. I'm gonna go kick ass. And, and even Kiriko, the old lady who ends up going with him into the woods, yeah. Right before they go into the tower, she's like, "Why are you doing this? You don't even want her to become your mother." Yeah. And he's like, "Fuck that, no." I'm going in. He's like, I'm going for my mother. <laughs> exactly. And, and that attitude persists throughout his adventure in the Weird Tower mm-hmm. universe, where at multiple points, people are like, hey, you should just leave. Hey, you can go home now. Mm-hmm. And he repeatedly is, no, I'm not going to leave without my man. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, and th- that is just such a fun characteristic. Now, he's finally gotten the, he's beaten basically the hit, the heron at this point. because he, Well, he, he, he gets to the tower, yeah. the heron's like, oh, here's your mother, don't you want to see her? And it's just an illusion. Yeah. And the heron's like... Just such a dick move to do, because he's got him... Really weird. Heron's like, an I didn't know just it. a jerk. He's got him in the tower now, that seems to have been his goal, but yeah. like, and then he's just like, ah, I guess I'll just fuck with this kid now. And mm-hmm. He's like, take your shot, but if you miss, I'll fucking kill you. I'll eat your heart out from your chest. And I, I, I believe upsetting. him. Like, yeah. it's not... Oh, yeah. A lot of times in like a kid's movie, like, they'll say something horrible like that but at the end it was like oh I was just kidding it around. was a test no. yeah so but then, delicious no I think this guy would actually just eat a heart like just straight up eat a little boy's heart that that feels there's a lot of very him. malevolent birds in this movie mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah there are <laughs> especially I any don't bird. understand the parakeets we'll I, get we'll get I there I've out <laughs> a fair amount of what's going on here but not the parakeets yeah we'll, we'll get to them Mojito fires his arrow, which he has fletched with a feather from the heron. Yes. Which his makes seventh, uh, his seventh flight, flight pinion. Right, which yeah. is just so weirdly specific. Like, it's one of those things of, like, there's no reason for this to be special. We're just going to say it. And if that's that special, why did you get rid of, like, why are you going to grow a new one back now? Right. It yes. almost strikes me as, like, one of those weird magic system things that mm-hmm. you'll read in, like, some obscure fantasy novel. We're like, ah, this extra mega mm-hmm. potion thing the that MacGuffin. automatically yeah. does this, and exactly. you don't have to ask it, why. It, it just does. It's very like the magic in, like, uh, Mononoke, because, like, mm-hmm. in that one, oh, you cut off the... the dear god's like head oh here's just a whole bunch of like weird goo that's gonna fly out and just do all kinds of weird you shit. have fucked around yeah now exactly. you get to find out exactly <laughs> you are under leveled and over fucked kid <laughs> frick around and find out yeah <laughs> josh you didn't have to you could just not repeat it if you didn't want to have to like <laughs> almost curse. i'm practicing bro <laughs> but anyway he does manage to beat the bird because the the, his the arrow, arrow is magic and it homes in on the hair yeah. mm-hmm. breaks and, his beak and apparently his beak knocks a hole in it, really. Well, yeah, it puts a hole in it, and that's when he was speaking specifically about his like flight pinion. pinion. Or so I was like, is his beak a? 
pinion? No. 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 I, I didn't think so. Of, it's a type of feather. So like, But then, like, he shed that feather. It's no big... He can fly perfectly fine without it. It's but not the lack the, of a feather. It's yeah, the fact that his yeah, disguise I'm, has a hole in it. But my mm-hmm. beef is that he was bothered by Mahito, like, threatening to tear it later. And yeah. I don't get that because it's already like it's already like a tenth of a feather. Mm-hmm. He was messing with him. Yeah. Oh, okay. Because then later he tears it and nothing yeah. happens. And then he's like, "Oh, yeah. I accidentally tore it," and he's like, "Yeah, whatever." <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think that's sort of the deal. Um, they, they're but, fighting. Mojito wins, and then they like beseech the tower master, mm-hmm. and the tower ma- or the tower master calls down. He's like, "You work Aaron, for him now. You, you're gonna lead him through the spirit world to find his." Man, so, so what do you guys think of the Tower Master? I like him conceptually. I don't think I think I would have to watch it again to really like confirm this, but I feel like there's not quite enough meat on that bone of what he's doing and what he wants. To I do. agree. Also, his character design feels like it's from something other than a Miyazaki movie. Really, it, it, the it hair specifically. I like the mustache. And the I eyebrows. think his hair looks like a. Uh, well, it's a little more detailed, but like the hair from the dag from Ponyo. Hmm. But you're I, right, it I, does. I, yeah, I think of it as just like, oh, that's Einstein. He's just an Einstein no, guy. See, I think that mm. is Miyazaki. You think so? I think that he that he is inside his tower, which is his world of movies, mm-hmm. and all this stuff that we're seeing there, references to his other movies, are yeah. like that. I don't get the parody. Did we see the for Comet coming down at yeah, some point? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah, and yeah. that's why the fire looked like. I think the fire was designed to look like the fire from that movie. Mm-hmm. I could see that. Yeah. And he wants someone to carry on. Like that's why he came out of retirement again because like. He doesn't like his son's work. I mean, Which, no one does. I mean, yeah, it's not work. It's well, it is work. It's just it's not it's not what he does. And yeah. I'm not a, a yeah. fan of it either. But yeah. he he want he wanted someone to carry on his wayward son. Mm-hmm. And, but by the end of this, I think he accepts that it's fine if people don't. Yeah, the world because this collapse. was yeah he made this world for the next generation and they can do what they want with it. Yeah, I, I mm-hmm. could see that. I think that's a really good interpretation of what what goes down there. Yeah. Um, they, they sing, uh, Mojito and Heron sink through yeah. the floor and along go with to, a granny, yeah, Kiriko, yeah, Kiriko. Yeah. They sink through the floor into the like tower dimension, yeah, but then they're immediately all separated from each other, yeah, mm-hmm. as Mojito is on an island full of pelicans next to a graveyard, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and that's when he sees much younger, like adventurous sailor Kiriko. Right, which And I, instead of being a smoker, she has like a cool little whip thing that she does magic she's with. so cool. It, yeah. it, she is really cool. I like her a lot. I am confused as to like if old granny fell into this world and became that person no. or no. if old granny is the this statue person in the pocket. Yeah. yeah, if she's a statue yeah. in the pocket and then like comes out of this world and that one persists. I think or, young granny existed in this world at the same time young his mom did correct and they came out at the same time because they yeah. went she back became old granny they went back yeah. to their time together yeah yeah, yeah. that would that so there were actually two sense. versions of kiriko yeah in this dimension and it, one was pocket granny <laughs> <laughs> and pocket one was granny. It's weird pocket that they keep granny. talking about the pocket granny as <laughs> as like this powerful charm, but it doesn't ever actually do anything. It doesn't do anything. It doesn't do anything. <laughs> well, they protect in the real him. world, she doesn't feel like much of a protector either. No. Well, She's they protect them in the way. The She's so badass, though. <laughs> as a in, sailor? As a sailor, yes. Yeah. That's granny a version Kiriko. Not, <laughs> not, yeah. not badass. But as they protect you in the way that 90-year-old grannies do protect. Like, they just, like, 
make you food and make you feel good and take care of you when you're sick and try to bum cigs off of you yeah yeah i mean that's fair if you need cigs you gotta bum them somewhere okay (laughs) old grannies can smoke as much as they want i don't care at that point he mojito boats around with young kiriko on her boat for younger she's not young Mm -hmm. person right she's like in her like 20s or 30s she's gotta be older than that because if she's a granny like if she's from his mom's time when his mom was like 12 she can be like Asian 50. She's got to be like 40 years older That's than his mom, That's what I was thinking. Right? I think she's 40 Even to older, very old. She's so that old. old. His mom's well, probably in her 30s at this point. <laughs> there you go. So yeah, she, she's, if she's in her 70s, she's, she's like... a heavy, heavy smoker. <laughs> she's Just like not 40 when she's years super older. young yet. Here's she's what it is. Rough life. That, that, that sailor life was keeping her young because she was fit uh, and, and keeping mm, her healthy. I mean... She also yeah. hit menopause, and when if you've ever seen that image on the internet of like Asian women aging, it's like the exact same up until fifty, where they get a slight crow's feet, and then menopause, and they're just tiny Bland. little Kim Jong Il. Yeah. They just shrink lady. three feet. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they're they're boating around. They fish up a big weird dream fish. Mm-hmm. They bring it back to her home base, which is a giant swamp, like which a, is a giant, really really big ship, debilitated ship in a swamp. Yeah. And they carve it up to feed to the little balloon creatures, mm-hmm. which are the souls of unborn babies. Mm-hmm. As in they're going to be of born. Of pre-born not like, babies. Yeah. Yeah. Not yeah. like aborted babies. Yeah. Um, they will presumably well, be born. Maybe the, uh, the like pelicans, pelicans. Maybe that's what's going on with the pelicans. The pelicans swoop by. I was thinking that. The pelicans yeah. are IUDs. <laughs> oh, and then no. we have to feel bad about the pelicans. Like, immediately, like, okay. we. No. How weird would it be if your IUD started talking in the voice of Willem Dafoe? No! <laughs> Hello! <laughs> Godspeed, Spider-Man! Attack the heart, Osborne! It's a stat tracking Willem Dafoe. Like, here's how many pregnancies I've prevented. Oh, God. Every Swear to me! Someday, someday there will be a little IUD app where it gives you updates. And it will have Willem I'm Dafoe still doing voice. good I stopped here. your body from ovulating this month. <laughs> what did you, you do? Uh. And we, uh, so... These little creatures that are the preborn souls mm-hmm. of babies. Yes. Sure. Are, they're adorable. They're little like marshmallow balloon looking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they have Food to eat as. the guts of a magic they're... fish to be able to fly and be born. They eat the guts of a magic fish Duh. to fly and be reborn. But then, No, to be born, not to reborn. Be, sorry, to be born. But then pelicans, not like weird dream multi-winged eight-eyed pelicans, but right. just Pelican. The Pelicans. human who became the god of this world brought a couple birds here, and those birds have some of them have evolved into weird creatures. Some of them are just fucking talking pelicans. <laughs> I the really like the moment. Eat the preborn balloon marshmallow babies, right? Because that's the because there's no fish for them. That's the only thing they can eat, and they're like, "Curse this wretched existence! I hate eating unborn babies." Kill me! Little I boy. really like that moment where the the pelican is like, "Look, we didn't fucking choose yeah, this." That's bro. A why I like it. Like he's immediately like. We have that is literally the only thing we can eat here. Mm. We're not. We don't want to be here, dog. Our, <laughs> yeah. our children can't fly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's such a it strange was so like. Sad. It was really sad. Like it was. It th- that is the thing that I really that gives this movie a lot of its characters. There's a couple of moments like that where it's just like, oh, there is more depth to this than just there just happens to be pelicans eating marshmallow yeah. baby souls. Well, and it feels like a lot of those different, what seem like disconnected scenes often point back to reminding mojito that it's up to him to choose how he reacts to a situation even yeah. if it's a situation he doesn't like yeah it's yeah. up to him to choose to be hopeful rather than resentful and he chooses mm-hmm. not to react visually at all <laughs> i am yes. a stony-faced mojito i am a man of responsibility 
He yeah. does. Oh, oh yeah. He's a cool dude. He just doesn't react. No. There's just not a lot of outer life in his inner yeah. life. Yeah. <laughs> well, we didn't go over the the first scene of the movie. We mentioned some traumatic yeah, running. Oh, yeah, yeah. oh yeah. The very first scene. You're in Tokyo. There are sirens going off, mm-hmm. and people are realizing that a hospital. People is on are fire. realizing a hospital is on fire, mm-hmm. and he wakes up and runs upstairs to like find his dad and look out the mm-hmm. window and, and see. Finds out that and his dad's like, "Hey, your mom's hospital is on fire. Your mom's right. dying." I, I there's something very like specific to Mahito about the fact that he runs out the door and then stops runs back in Wait, and puts I'm on wearing his, a robe his, I puts thought on his dad or like someone out there yeah. said something like you're not going out there his like dad yeah. did but okay. then he he ran out anyway so the the first scene is like this very uh visceral like he's running through crowds of people mm-hmm. and it's all very and the animation gets like blurred it's and all scary blurred and around and him like the chaotic, people are totally yeah. dark there's just fire and swirling darkness around him it's a gorgeous scene it's, but it's so yes. well done and it does a great job of giving us insight into the inner mind of mm-hmm. someone who doesn't express a lot. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, for sure. And then from that point on, he is this kind of expressionless, emotionless boy who yeah. just clearly just trying to survive but not even sure if he wants to survive. Yeah. Outwardly emotionless because it, it seems to me There's still definitely clear. stuff oh, going yeah. on in you there. You can tell that much, but like he reminds me of if you've ever met like an old grandpa who like refuses to say that he loves his grandchild yeah outwardly mm-hmm. but then is also very much like all through his actions mm-hmm. you can see that he's mm-hmm. being very caring here's a pocket knife and <laughs> a like, revolver i love you like a dad that is insisted he did not want that fucking dog and yeah. then every time yep. when he's not looking you see like he's yeah, scratching the dog behind kind of the those same idea <laughs> yeah right he, he reminds me of that where through his actions you can t- tell that he really has a lot of caring for the people around him. Yeah. But he's not going to show it in his face. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, but anyway, back to, to Heron world. Right. He finds, basically he makes his way through this like weird dream world. And we, if he you guys want to, we can, the hit, we can hit more of the, the specifics of it. But he like, reunites with the Heron. And after then, a while, though. Yeah. It, well, I, I have a after beef. Bury, with, after burying the pelican. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that, that that's still, this is called the boy and the Heron. But he doesn't hang out with the Heron. Agreed, yes. It's like if you called my movie like Brian and his roast beef, but I didn't get my roast beef until like two-thirds of the movie, and then I finished it, and the roast beef's gone. (laughs) Like, I did technically have a roast beef. You're not wrong. But it's not a titular roast beef. Mm -hmm. Correct. I I really love that scene. So they they are going on like a little bit of an adventure to get back to his his mant, and that way that he can get out of there, because he won't leave until he's got her. What is her name? Uh, what is her name? Kiri- no, no like Kiriko's Kiriko's his mom. Kiriko yeah. is uh, the old lady. I'll, I'll look it up here in a minute. His mom Haruko? is like Haruko. Okay, Haruko. We'll go with Haruko. Wait, is uh, that his mom or is that his aunt? His aunt. No, his his Haruko mom is, is not. Ki- Ki- Natsuko, right? Nat- huh? Natsuko. Natsuko sure. is his Maybe? aunt. Yeah, his mom. Yeah, aunt. Natsuko is, is yeah. It? His yes. actual mom. It's just aunt. You don't Kiriko. even throw the mom part in there. No, it's his new mom. There's yes, not another aunt that you have to distinguish her yeah, against. It's fine just to call like he calls it by aunt and her just her fucking name for ninety percent of the right. movie. So Natsuko and what's the mom's name? Uh, Hiriko. Hiriko. No, that's the old lady. Himiko. Himi. Himi. Yeah, yes. Himiko. Anyway. It's just Himi. At least no, that's just what they kept calling her. Yeah, there was sure. there's a full name there. <laughs> anyway. Apparently, he wouldn't have been able to figure out. He would have been able to figure out that that was his fucking mom of fire if they say her whole name. They are trying to find the the aunt, 
the heron and the boy are and i there's a scene where they're on their way to do this that i really like that yeah, I'm trying to get to, where the the heron like he needs something to plug his hole essentially like, and i so, can't transforming fly i'm not made to walk exactly and so uh mahito like makes this little plug to put into his nose and the moment he does the heron's like haha i'm going to kill you now. i'm not your friend you're fucking <laughs> uh, yeah this, this feels weird in the roof of my and just cuts to him fixing for like no smoothing out a little bit <laughs> yeah exactly because it's the exact same animation as was when he was making it. And yeah. There's something really funny about the timing of that. And then yeah. like, I'm going to be your... Oh, I don't... I, I really don't didn't like that, that when they put the corking, it showed like cracks around where the hole... Like, mm-hmm. It just looks uncomfortable. Man. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, that, they continue to go on and they get into this like weird parakeet base where... <laughs> the parakeet um, <laughs> base, there's, there's a little townhouse infested with parakeet... Like, a Cute, little like, townhouse over a like bear-sized parakeet. Yeah. Yes, and then they get to the tower. Yes, and the and tower is the parakeet base. Yes, so it's not pa- even a base at this point. It's a city. Yeah, like, it's a parakeet city, and with like hundreds of these like monstrous they're parakeets. Male- <laughs> they're malevolent parakeets. Yes. So the parakeets. Is, I paid base for the malevolent parakeet. <laughs> <laughs> so the parakeets and the heron have the Togro markings on their chest. I don't know what that's about. Huh, okay. I just, like, the parakeets kind of look like Togro in a shaped way. Like, yeah. yeah. Classic feathery shape. Yeah. That's what I thought, but then, like, why does Togro have them then? Because uh, he wants to Part eat children, parakeets. I guess. I don't know. <laughs> I, Togro I, is descended from parakeets. I know this man loves flight, but yes. I don't think he cares about parakeets. <laughs> the parakeets, the budgies, uh, are looking for any availability to come in and eat yes mojito yes literally me chop him up or he me who he is teamed up with because the first time he interacts with these parakeets i guess he's too trusting and they're like come and lay on our table little boy (laughs) never mind our butcher's knives well they're like she's this way come this way and they just lead him to a table and then you like we're seeing from their point of view they've all got knives and axes behind their back yeah Yeah. is this what you did to my aunt like we couldn't eat her she had a baby but we can eat you (laughs) not a baby she had baby we do not eat baby (laughs) we're not fucking pelicans bro (laughs) those things are monsters Thank goodness we've evolved. We I have mean, ancestors. Really, in though, the parakeets seem more monstrous than Absolutely. the pelicans. They, they have plenty of food to go around. They're mm-hmm. like, once they that I, that's the part. Like, I guess they just really like meat because they're not hurting for fucking food. Vegetables. Right. Veg- pelicans can eat vegetables too. Thing. Maybe. I don't know. I think anyway, I don't know yeah. pelicans, pelicans kind of eat whatever they can fit in their mouth. Usually <laughs> just true. fish. Anyway, not human. Anyway, he gets saved from the from by the he, his mom, by Himi, who also saved a lot of the unborn souls. Well, for people who have not seen pelicans. this, we need to clarify: it's not his mom as an adult. It's no. his it is, mom as his age, right? Because like when, old, when she was girl. a kid, they mentioned that like she disappeared for a year and they couldn't find her at all, and she just showed up like nothing had happened one yeah. day. I yep. didn't put that part together until like. Three, four, three. So I he's thought, like I jumped thought his, into that time. Yeah, yeah, I thought his mom had died and she'd become a younger. Because like right, when you die, yeah. why would you be yeah. an old person? Right. Exactly. But this is tower time. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. And so she helps him and saves him. And this is kind of the part where the movie, it's not had a ton of cohesion up to this point, mm. but it just completely loses all of it for me yeah. about here. Because yeah. there's a whole like the parakeets are planning an uprising against the tower master. Right. And they know the they, world's going to end they soon. They pretty much own the world already. Yeah. And, and Mojito meets his great grand uncle who is the tower master. Right. And the tower master or stone master. Well, or whatever. First, Mark Hamill. First, they, they find Natsuko. 
Yeah, Did briefly. Yeah, but like, tell us about tell us about that. I am still trying to figure out what happened in that scene. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. they find Natsuko. She's in the delivery room. Yes, right. Whatever that means. She's only like three months pregnant. Well, who so, knows how long she's been there now? It's like. true. Uh, but they go in. Well, he goes in anyway and mm-hmm. like tries to bring her out, and then all of these weird things from the lantern thing above them start grabbing them and mummifying them yeah and then uh and also she suddenly hates him now and then himi shows up and like sets everything on fire and that's how they get out but it's well, not she led were... him there yeah but that's yeah, how but that they get out it's like sure yeah. i don't know what the fuck happens here I... a bunch of weird <laughs> shit happens here and then they get out and they have to go save the mom or well, the they don't again. get out they're about to get out and then like some weird fire blast hits yeah. Himi and then they both fall over and they're captured by parakeets. That's they're about it, to be yeah. eaten and then they get saved by Heron Man. So my, my thought with visiting, <laughs> my thought with visiting, uh, is it Natsuko? Natsuko. His aunt in yeah. the delivery room is she's not pregnant enough to give birth yet. Sure. Yeah. Um, and her reaction to seeing Mojito there is... I hate you and yeah. like is very angry towards him. Mm-hmm. So all that combined makes me feel like this is like it's not the delivery room of her, of the aunt's baby. It's her going to like the hospital room almost where her sister died, where Mojito's huh. mom died and she so she's in the grieving process of her of missing her sister, which is why she lashes out against Mojito when he shows up. See, I thought it was something externalized of how he thought she felt, but not the actual yeah, beliefs okay. of the aunt. I, but I th- wh- which would be the I could buy into if it wasn't actually her in here though. Right, but I think that there's just some weird bullshit magic going on. Like it yeah. for all we know, this could be some other like illusion that's going on and it just never clarifies that's tough that's to what read. It is. Yeah. That's just what I kind of walked away from it with yeah i think this was the culmination of all of her feelings because like she started like putting on a really good like want to be a good mom act yeah and then he comes home like all hurt and he won't interact with her at all even when she comes to like even when he comes to her bedside i think she's just like you're going to ruin this marriage and my new husband and kid for me sure i wish like I wish you weren't here. It's all like, why do you have stuff. to keep being shitty? Yeah. yeah it's all this and then she fi- and he finally like calls her mom and she's like starting to come to her senses, but right. yeah. it's full, she's full of baby. Yeah, right that now. scene is the first one where he calls it like they're trying to reach each other because mm-hmm. yeah. these weird mummification bandages Mom-ification. are, are <laughs> <Man>. <laughs> grabbing at them, but he reaches for her and he says, not to coat mom yeah <laughs> some it's very sweet some youtube but. reviewer will probably put a lot of work into explaining every single one of the oh, symbols yeah. here and what they mean <laughs> yes but having only seen it once and being very sleepy when i did i was just <laughs> like what the fuck is going on all that so. to say they collapse they get captured by parakeets yes and there's this giant feast being prepared but mm-hmm. then the heron comes and saves them yes it, but well he saves he's them, sleeping mojito yes. dream interacts that's a double dream yes oh yeah. guy <laughs> dream <laughs> Movie. in a dream to speak to Tower Master, his great great He gets told what the old woman told his dad a little bit earlier is that the tower is just like a giant meteorite tower shape that fell from Earth. Yeah. And the uncle found it and built a house around it. Uh-huh. And the uncle made a contract with The Rock that he will create like worlds and stuff for them, but only other people of his bloodline can continue those worlds. Otherwise, mm-hmm. the world ends. Yeah. And aside from the message that it kind of harkens back to a lot of 
you know, you get to decide what kind of day because you know he's taking it one day at a time. Yeah, sure. he's he's building what he can, and I think towards the end, Mojito even says like, "Hey, you can't build a you know you can't build something pure if it's done with malice. Like all it's this got malice. malice. And, you can't use these stones that are from gravestones. You've got to use pure stones. Yeah. Right. And which Mojito is the first one that points that out that mm-hmm. I yeah. can't use those stones. They those are like gravestones and full of malice. Which right. all which, kind of points back to his like he needs to let go of this malice and resentment and and like keep going day by day with like purity and hope in his heart. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Which is great. That's a great message. But then just on paper, it's like, what is this guy doing? He's kind of just sitting here building a little block tower every day. Yeah, that's sort of the the impression that I get is that like through whatever bullshit magic is going on he is creating this world every day with this really like fucked up weird tower of like block pieces that should not make a tower at all like what if it's yeah. a fucking sphere don't use that as part of like an integral <laughs> piece of your the shit top, to. don't put it at the middle yeah exactly it don't worked. bounce out. I got it so mad at him it's for that a tower has standing a point or though it's not a fucking right, tower right it's not a tower yeah. anymore well Nowadays it is, but back in the day, you need you need a pointy bit for it to be a town. <laughs> well, yeah, sure. but the, you can put a large rectangle on its side up at the top for a sphere and a point. Either yeah. way, this is a weird. Like I, I like the idea of it being so unbalanced because it fits kind of thematically with the world that we're seeing around us. Sure, yeah. but it feels like we need more depth to that world before we could really like dig something out of this. And mm. all this is happening at the same time as the parakeet uprising, and the parakeets <laughs> capture Don't Hemi. Dig it. And have her in the snow white glass coffin box yeah. Yeah. where she's asleep. And the parakeet king with his Who's saber that like cuts through timbers uh-huh. yeah. is like, I'll take Hemi to the tower master. Let us go with you, our cause. Lord. I, I, I guess that he's thinking that he can bring her to him because she's got to be of the bloodline. So yeah. that, like you could you could use her to like continue. Yeah, the he's trying to use her as a bargaining He ship. just doesn't yeah, want his what, world uh, to But what's, the bar- want, what's he bargaining he for? He wants that's to rule the, the world. Yeah, he doesn't want the world parakeet kingdom. Well, he, he, does, up on he that doesn't real know fast, the world. Oh, I thought he did. Not at that point. He okay. finds out once he comes up there and gotcha. overhears them. He gives up he, on that dream real fast. Yeah, I guess he does. Yeah, well, because well, the world's in the end. There's nothing to rule. He's like, yeah, we, we will take over the world with this with this deal that we're about to make with the guy. It anyway, doesn't go like that at all. I just don't get why it's parakeet, guys. I, I think don't, he just thought it was cute. I don't get it either. <laughs> Maybe he owned Very buddies. strange. Yeah. Like, at that point in his life. And they were they tried to murder him several times with a <laughs> saber. They, they overtook everything. <laughs> with and the their population. Saber. They evolved and shit. Like, right. with it saying that this is semi-autobiographical. I need to... I, no, no, <laughs> no, listen. No, listen. It's not. I know. I'm saying that I think when, when Miyazaki was the age of Mojito... Sure. He had there buddies. was a heron in a pond nearby, <laughs> and, and maybe tried he to owned him. some. But no, and that he was beat it. it to there death was just, with a stick. There was a heron, <laughs> and maybe he owned some budgies. There could have been. I know that really his hard mother to kill a left for him for when he grew up. It could be yeah. He, his be dad could have married his aunt. Anyway, magic shit happens, and we get to the end of the movie. <laughs> Hang the end, on. The end of the movie. They, the, you know, there's all, a series of doors in a hallway, and. Earlier in the movie, Himi had shown him that, hey, you can, like, exit through here, but once you do, you're back home, and that's mm-hmm. it, right? Yeah. Um, and Parakeet King gets pissy that he doesn't get to rule, and so he slashes the blocks with his sword and screws everything up. Right. And so now well, the world is crumbling. come on. The big rock There's gets There's a lot of other stuff up. going on there. There is, but, like, it's still pretty confusing, even if so, you know all the other stuff, too. Well, it's because the... 
mom slash legal girl version of mom uh-huh. is like, I don't want you to go up there. It feels weird. And he's like, I have to go. So he goes up there to Miyazaki, uncle dad. Uh-huh. And he's like, Tower master. He, he's like, I found 13 stones that aren't covered in mouse that you can build however you want, one every day. And he's like, and he finally admits that he didn't fall down. He's like, this scar I made on myself was made with mouse. I can't touch those untainted yeah. stones. Mm. I I want to go home and live my own like life. I did like that moment of like yeah. him being honest about like, no, I, I, I also have malice in myself. It's not just the yeah. stones that are the problem. It's, it's something I bring with me. And yeah. this part of the movie is like, like we never even hear what he and the kids fight about. It's like we're like 20 yards away and we see them start to fight and he's walking yeah, it's away beat up. It's a little like up. school montage yeah. that yeah. doesn't really tell us anything. And, and he I just picks up like a rock and he's like, yeah. I'm going to hit myself really hard and bleed a lot. Back at the beginning of the movie. Yeah. 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 But yeah. But so. then the world's falling apart because mm-hmm. Budgie King mm-hmm. slashed the bricks. Because like they want dumbass. balance. Yeah. yeah. And then Mojito and... And mom. Mance, Natsuko. No, just Mom. Natsuko. Natsuko is with the uh, old lady who's not an old lady. Anymore. No, that's yeah. Himi. <laughs> yes. His mom. No, his mom is with oh him. Oh my God, it doesn't matter. His mom is with <laughs> him on the hill with he the goes, yes, He goes yes. later. Yes. Eventually they Well, Mojito goes through the door <laughs> with his aunt mom. His, his younger, same age as him, mom mom, goes yes. back to the door with Sailor. Right. But, you but that's way later. Part. Which is oh, when ahead. he's saying goodbye to Himi and they're standing in the hallway and the world is kind of collapsing around them. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I can't go through your door with you. I have to go through yeah. my own door back to my timeline. He's like, no, but you're going to go die. And she's like, well, I have to go be your mother. Yeah. yeah. That, and he's I'm like, so but happy you die you. in a hospital fire. And she's like, eh, I'm not afraid of fire. <laughs> and then... <laughs> I really All right, wish- all right. Just remember... When you're in a hospital, Stay to leave. Away. Yeah. <laughs> Don't take the job at the hospital. If your son burns the carpet, be lenient. <laughs> yeah. It's it's a good moment, but it, it is one of those moments that, like, I realize you're. I'm not supposed to ask these questions, but at the same time, like, I can't help but ask the question of why the fuck didn't you say, "Hey, don't take that job at the hospital in 30 years." Right. Like, did we know it was a job? Was she not yeah, at the hospital? I, she said you. Like, I assumed it was she's working at it. Oh, okay, I just that was, I thought she was the sick. moment they go back through yeah. that door. Time, all the time has already happened. Yeah. Because by the time that she dies the first time, she's already been in and out of yeah. tower time. Right. Already having had this conversation. Yeah. yeah. We so didn't talk about the dad. Like, like he finds out that all three of them are missing. And he's like, I gotta get my fucking katana. I gotta get some flares. I gotta get a big <laughs> chocolate yeah. bar. I gotta get some ropes. With I, rakes. I do appreciate the <laughs> yes. dad's like full on commitment to just oh, murder yeah. to get his. He's son like, back. I'm yeah. going to the demon town. Like he gets there halfway through the movie when mm-hmm. him and his his uh, young mom are like halfway, and he sees mm-hmm. them. Mm-hmm. But then the parakeets fly through <laughs> and poop all over him. And he's finding them with a story. He's like. My son turned into a bunch of budgies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, the, I guess the other thing is that, like, the Heron guy does tell Mojito at the end that, like, hey, you're going to forget all of this. You have to and forget yeah, this. Yeah. This is too, this, this is some shit that you don't need to know about. <laughs> yeah. So I guess that happened to the mom as well. Like, she forgot everything that happened there. So yeah. even yeah. he had, like, warned her to, like, stay away from a yeah. hospital. Well, it seemed like, like he remembered, though. It does. He did it first, yeah. anyway. Yeah. Well, I just think at the end, it shows him, like, yeah. it said, like, two years after the war. So time yeah. has passed again. Mm-hmm. His little brother is at least, like, toggling. Side. Well, yeah, yeah, but at the end, it like what did, what did it show him remembering? At the end, it goes he the war was pocket. over for two years, 
And then we went back to Tokyo. Roll credits. Well, he just looked in his pocket at the the building block and looked outside at presumably the heron, and mm-hmm. yeah. uh, which I guess could be normal, but it just seemed like a very specific thing to do. I guess he's like taking. I think the thing you're supposed to take away that is that he is still holding on to a piece of that magic that he yeah. got from that world. His childhood. And so, like he can he can maybe go and create something new with those yeah. blocks. And it's also kind of what Brian was saying earlier that metaphor of every yeah. day you you build your own yeah. Yeah. world. So, the Japanese title of this movie was the title of that book that he got from his mom. How to Live Your Life? Well, How Do You Live? Uh, how do you which live? is okay. an actual book that Hanyo, hmm. or Hayo. Hayo Miyazaki read, and it's just like guidelines for how not to be a dick kid. <laughs> uh, okay. There's not like an actual like narrative. It's just right. like, here's what happens if you see someone being bullied at school. And Beat all the that. shit of the bully, not yeah. the kid. Don't join in. Yeah. That's not good. So, I think this is like... This isn't supposed to be based on that so much. It's just like, that's something in his childhood. Sure. This is like his message to you, like, how do you live your life? Do you swallow herons? Mm-hmm. Do you not swallow herons? <laughs> so, I don't know. Do wait, you so swallow you... unborn souls? Do you not swallow unborn souls? <laughs> yeah. Do you bury the, the pelican in the foe? So did you say that that's the title of this movie in Japanese? Yeah, that's the Japanese. It's not like a translation thing. They just called it something different here. Well, that's a lot better than it's like you said. This no. is a lot better than Brian with roast beef. Yeah, no, like the the, the hair, boy in the heron is a way more like I'm way more likely to see that than how do you live? Like that's not a that's if not it's a, a, ha- a, a Hayao Miyazaki movie, I'll see whatever the fuck it's called. Sure, right. but you got to be like aiming for people who've never heard of him too. Sure, but he could have just named it Boy, and I've been like, boy. okay, let's go I, see Boy. Well, it should I'm be like the Boy in the Tower or something. like Boy in the Tower would be good. Yeah, sure. I'd go along with Boy in the Tower. The Boy the budgies <laughs> yeah anyway the boy and his mant what was the illegal guy's name in uh the nemo bo- movie with the, the boy who goes nemo in dreamland or whatever oh uh, who is the creepy little danny devito guy in that yeah i know what you're talking about like he's i don't know i'm i'm suddenly thinking of like the weird elephant thing from fucking uh emotions pixar movie oh yeah B- mr squiggle butt or bongo something bongo or yeah or something, or something like that yeah, some, is like bongo bingo or bingo bango. bing bong bing bong there you go we got there <laughs> i'm thinking of that thing which has nothing to do with the thing that you said but like i know it's sort of what you're talking about it would be like if Nemo's Adventures in Dreamland were named Nemo and Danny DeVigo guy. <laughs> but also Danny DeVigo was in that movie way less yeah. because he was actually in that movie I mean, enough to be titular. He is in the movie pretty, like he sets off the like initial conflict. He's there through the middle he of it and he's like, he hits the end moment of he like, hey, this points, is what's going to happen. But it's not titular. He's not. He's not a titular guy. No, I could give not. it to him. He's, he's, I, in there he's a sidekick. Knowing how Miyazaki movies and not having seen any of the trailer, I heard the boy and the heron, and I was like, oh, it's going to be like a cool psychopomp type of heron that's going to yeah. lead him through the spirit world, etc. It was not. I was picturing the way more wholesome <laughs> right. than it was. That Well, I think that's part of the thing, is that the kid himself is not really that wholesome in a lot of ways. Like he, he is in the way of, like, he is going to do what he thinks is right. He has right, good morals. But, he but also, he's also kind of shitty to his new mom, and which he has, I like, dig. He has some darkness to him. Yeah. yeah. And so, he's a human. Yeah, Is exactly. he shitty to Natsuko? Yes. In a, How's like, he shitty? He's, he's reserved and doesn't really engage with her. But because he puts off, like, going to see her when she's sick, when everyone keeps yeah. Telling her to go and and when he her. does, like he just kind of looks at her, and is like, "All right, I saw you." He's Bye. like, "You're alive. All right." No, Stay, he talks to alive. her, and she strokes his face and says, "I failed you, sister." 
Yeah. At that point, I yeah. leave too. <laughs> no, he didn't like tear up or like take her hand, like and say like this isn't your fight. Nah, so, like, he was peace. Just, like, Bye, an old lady's here to take care of you now. I'm leaving. Yeah. He's got a shitty there. child. That's he not is, shitty. You can be a shitty child. You, yes, you can. Like it, he's not like he's not an asshole, but he is not in any way engaging right. or giving her anything to work with. By the time you're twelve, with. like you have a responsibility for those actions. And he under yeah. he understands responsibility. Yeah. If anyone understands responsibility, it's that legal motherfucker. It's true. Yeah. Josh, why don't you jump into your final thoughts? Uh, I enjoyed talking with you guys about this. It was fun uh, going through our thoughts on what felt like a chaotic movie when I was watching it. Uh, my favorite part of the movie is the design of the heron. Mm-hmm. I really Same. liked his weird grossness. He's so weird. There's yeah. a scene at the very beginning before you see him fully transform where he's still very heron-like and he peeks in through the window. Mm-hmm. And then you just he, see a his teeth. eyes bulge a little bit and he grins and he's yeah. got a full mm-hmm. mouth of human teeth. Yeah. It's very off-putting and mm-hmm. I like it a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, I also really, I, I think the budgies are kind of stupid, but they also like tickle my funny bone a bit. Mm-hmm. I think it's funny that yeah. the parakeets are like the big bads trying Absolutely. to eat I just our, don't our get guy. it. Yeah. I also don't get it. And that's why it's not like phenomenal. I just think it's funny. I think they it's funny that they've got a parakeet king. Mm-hmm. Um, my least favorite part of the movie is... My least favorite part of the movie is how disjointed a bunch of it feels mm-hmm. from itself. Yeah. Um, I think that's something that could change if I watched it again. If I really spent the time to see the way that things connect yeah but but on but at surface level on first viewing it feels very disjointed and difficult to put together yeah unless you're doing what we're doing which is sitting down afterwards and spending an hour talking it through right right um so i think that's my least favorite part of the movie all in all it it doesn't stand up to the other miyazaki films that i've seen yeah Uh, and so i'm gonna give it like Two and a half burning mothers out of five. Ooh. <laughs> I I had a much better time with it than that. I think. Um, so I a lot of times when there we do movies and it's like there's a whole bunch of nonsense that hap- that's happening on screen. I'll, yeah. I'll give it a lot of shit and I'll, yeah. I'll I'll immediately go to that. But that's because most of the time I feel like there's no depth to that. It's oh. just like they're putting confusing shit on the screen for no reason. Qu- quick question, if I can interrupt you, Rick, what happened to your? What happened to your Christmas tree hat? We can't be going through it, final it, it thoughts. It fell off behind me, and I didn't want to scooch my chair to. <sighs> he just burned <laughs> it off. Yeah. I guess. <laughs> so didn't have to wear it anymore. Continue, you Grinch. <laughs> I'll be the the podcast Grinch. Um, but a lot of times, I'll, I'll I will feel like that depth is not there. Like it's yeah. just yeah. there to be confusing. And there's they just threw a bunch of shit at the wall and hoped you would think it was artistic instead of having intent behind it. Sure. Um, and I don't get that sense of with this at all. I feel like there is that depth there. I feel like I might have to be Hayao Miyazaki yeah. to really understand a lot that of it. That is also my beef with it. But it does feel like it's there, at least. There is intent behind everything that is is put on screen here, and that's that's what I need. I feel like there is really something, like, I could sit down and watch this movie a hundred times and really dig into it and really pull all of that out and come to yeah. really understand this movie. Um, as it is, though, first watch... Don't understand it. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even put together the the thing that Brian did that was really smart of like the the uh, Tower Master being Hayao Miyazaki and like ca- yeah. creating his worlds yeah. and handing it off to his his son who doesn't do very good movies. But th- see, I don't <laughs> think he. I don't think his son is representing this. Yeah, movie no, at I don't all. think so. Yeah, I either. think I think the child is supposed to be whoever the, the possible yeah. predecessor to him slash all of us. Yeah, exactly. 
Um, but yeah, so I, I really like this movie and I think the reason that I really like this movie comes down to Mahito. Uh, he is just such a kid that I can latch. He's very different from like the, the American kid protagonist in that he's not a disrespectful like jerk. He is, he is very determined in what he wants to do. He already kind of knows who he is and what he wants to be. He doesn't announce everything that he's doing, how he's feeling. Exactly. He just is, he is, and he is someone who is in a lot of pain, but he is not, he is doing his best not to put that on other people. Mm -hmm. He fails at times, I think specifically with his aunt, but he's trying. And I, I really appreciate seeing that and seeing the layers to him even though he's such an understated character um, i like that he fails with his aunt because then he's yeah. like he's multi-dimensional because he exactly. does shitty things exactly 100 yeah. percent um but yeah i i just i really like him as a character and so i i really appreciate this movie and so it's it's a lot of fun this is that's why this is probably my second favorite of these hmm. there's a lot of times where i'm not quite on that level with them um or where it's more confusing uh but i'm gonna give this Four out of five watercolor backgrounds that clearly don't interact with the cell shading around you. Because <laughs> um, all the, all, so many of the scenes are so pretty, but it's like, that is a very clearly different the, art style. The bedroom from one is the most mm-hmm. contrasting. When yeah. he goes to visit her, it's a beautiful, ornate, like mm-hmm. gilt wallpaper, and it's panning across this gorgeous room, and then all of a sudden there's just like the comforter on the bed. Yep. Which <laughs> is exactly. just like a blue rectangle. It's, it's like, like Scooby-Doo when movies. You know when you know which door the guy's like, going to come When from. there's a, f- a, a fake wall, and exactly. you're like, I wonder which one's going to move away. Exactly. 100%. It's exactly that. One of those suits of armor has a villain in it. <laughs> yep. I wish one time they would like have it be there but never do anything like yeah, no, we just left the sale there just would, to like, fuck be with funny. you yeah. or just really rigorously animate the thing that is gonna move yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Brian I liked oh wait what was your rating oh, four, yeah. out four out of five yeah four out of the five. overly complicated yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I liked a lot a lot of elements of this movie but I feel like because I I don't know if this will end up being true, but I feel like this was his last movie to us. Mm-hmm. And it's supposed to be like him taking us through his career of movies and like, look at this. What does this make you think of? What mm-hmm. Doesn't this make you think of one of the other things I've yeah. done? And mm-hmm. I really I like plot. Yeah. yeah, but it's like, I feel like it ended up being a movie more for himself than it is for us because there's a lot of elements that I don't understand. Yeah. But... There's depth there. I just feel like there need to be more work put into translating it for us as to... Yeah. And just to make it... Because even if you didn't translate that, just make it more cohesive. Because yeah. there are like a lot of cuts in this to where it's like... Let me let me think. What was the one that was... After the bird dies, mm-hmm. the... The hair. It cuts to like water going into a bucket. And for some reason, they're collecting water. I'm like, oh, that must be for something and then we never know what that why they were collecting knew. water yeah yeah, yeah and for I, sure. I don't know why that it scene was just was kind there. of them like working together and yeah. then fighting but yeah. then c- being friends again enemies to friends yeah which is fine but like don't just make a random scene for that <laughs> please yeah. don't do enemies to lovers with the hair in it hair and what that hole do the beak one you need it filled huh he's a boy (laughs) (laughs) mostly it's just like it's beak material (laughs) i don't have a dick but does any of you want to stick your dick through a beak i feel like it'd be like 
Glory holding a heron. See, I don't even think it'd be. It, it, no. no, it'd be like just it'd be like glory holing because there'd be a big like thing that is not. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. You Although ever... there is some tongue down there. So. <laughs> uh, oh, so you're thinking going like outside in. Yeah, 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 I was thinking going. I, can... I, I don't know why. I guess it was just that's the way it, the you thing was. Yeah. Straddling <laughs> inside the beak. Look, I don't yeah. know what's going on in this weird fan fiction. I wish I hadn't brought up in the first place. The only thing it makes me think of is like when you stick your finger in something and immediately realize. I'm not going to be able to get my fucking finger out of it. Yeah. Like, that's just like... How many times has that happened to you, Brian? A lot. I'm so glad I don't have an extra, even more sensitive appendage I can stick into See, random I, holes. I, I prefer that over finger, because if I get, get that stuck in something, there's like no bone... There's a lot... It's easier to work around. Sure. I can't unbone my finger the way I can unbone my other finger. Have you ever gotten your finger trapped in something yes. like seriously? And by finger, no. he means wink, wink. <laughs> also, no. Not that. My actual finger, yes. Not yes. that. What did yours get stuck in? I can't remember, but I had to get it cut off like with a, a, a grinder wheel kind of thing. I, got, oh, no. I think it was like a wing nug or something. I got pinched by a stag beetle when Ow. I was a kid. And both cool. of my parents had to grab a pair of pliers and pull on Whoa. each they, did of Did they it. not want to kill yeah. it? It is. No. I mean, even I dig they, it. Even if they did, like, those are almost hydraulic. Yeah. Well, yeah, but like, if you get some fucking, like, pliers, you can you just cut those things right off. You could slice it in half, I guess. Yes. Yeah. Just, like, but no, nah, we didn't want to kill just it. Just eat yeah. the beagle yeah. and you'll let go. I had a stag beetle on my finger for, like... 30, 40 minutes. <laughs> that sounds very painful. But cool. I got, I got mine stuck in a bottle once. And they I've also to, done Please that. tell me you're talking about your finger and not I, your other I finger. I am. In my finger. They had to do the thing where like they wrap it in like floss. Oh. And then like, yeah. slowly I did unwrap it to too. get it to come off. Uh-huh. I think yeah. I've had a, like a ring stuck on my finger and that had to do something uh, similar. Yeah. The, yeah. That majority of the time. Yeah. Rings. But fucking... Uh, I wish there was more coherent because I like a yeah. lot of the elements. I love mm-hmm. the universe that they're in. I love his self-insert, like, God character who's just so tired and, like, yeah. really wants to pass on his universe, but he's also fine with you making your own decisions. Feels like a more wholesome, like, Dark Souls-y type thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. it really does. And he's just, like, even when he's, like, the, he he never seems to interact with the parakeet that like destroyed the world. He's mm-hmm. just like, well, this is happening now. You guys live your life. <laughs> and I think he became a shooting star because yeah. it kind of looked like the world kind was falling of. apart, but we yeah. never yeah. see it. But Maybe we see he a shooting went star. and became Calcifer. There you go. That'd it kind of looked like it. I'd be down. But um, I don't know if I want this to be his last movie, but if it is, I think I'm all right with it because it's, it's not cohesive, but. There's a lot of really good elements I like. It feels yeah. very from the heart. Yeah. yeah. And of course, the soundtrack is baller. Yes. Oh, yeah, it's Always. Really good. Uh, four out of five really good heron designs. My favorite thing is the heron design. My least favorite thing is during both of like the really happy scenes, people get bird shit all over them. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, don't, yeah. I, I love it. I love it so I, I love don't that. like it. They're like, ha ha ha. How fun! I'm like, nah, man. That's on his fucking face. <laughs> Clean yourself. Parakeets! Yay! <laughs> um, yeah, my least favorite part is probably the parakeets. Yes. I just, yes. I didn't like their design. It's fair. Like they, the bit when they're big parakeets. Yeah, when they're big. Yeah. They didn't feel like parakeets. No. But they That's also the didn't feel like monsters. <laughs> yes. Like there was nothing threatening about them. I kinda, and I get that. I, I'm fully behind a story that has lower stakes mm-hmm. and lower conflict. Except they were 
treated like they were a high stakes yeah. enemy. It's like if henchmen ruled the world rather right. than like actual villains. They're literally trying to chop up and eat the main characters yeah. and take over the world and you just can't take them seriously. <laughs> and they're just fucking big parakeets. There's something really creepy to me about their big bulgy dead eyes because like I, none of them have any expression to them. It's also, just like they're on the I front squint. of their face. Yeah. So a, I don't like the design mm-hmm. either because it doesn't look like a bird. Yeah. Uh, so that's it's like the least. big bird. The fact that his eyes are in the front of his face implies right. that he's a predator. <laughs> I don't like the parakeets. I mean, I like the parakeet king and his saber. Like he's yeah. great. He's hilarious. He's and the whole scene where he's like trailing them as they go up to see the great grand uncle. Yeah. He's just it's like funny, dashing around I, in the background. I also don't know. Like, how is he about to kill are. one of these dudes? Right. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Um, but yeah, the parakeets are like, they're down there, especially because I know how effective Miyazaki can make these weird antagonists. Yeah. Like I'm yeah. thinking of Spirited Away. There's so many just weird spirit creatures yeah. that are disturbing, mm-hmm. if not like mm-hmm. actively terrifying. Yeah. Um, and so I would have wanted more of that for this opponent that was set up to be like the big scary i didn't mind there being a bunch of parakeets i just don't want it to only be parakeets that was the thing it was just parakeets so many parakeets (laughs) i don't know why that's fair (laughs) there were so many uh my favorite part was i love the way miyazaki does portal fantasy um Mm -hmm. i said i grew up on to on Totoro and that mm-hmm. was that's one of the things that definitely parallels and that was nostalgic is just this like the way you get into another world yeah uh and what it's like there and it's very similar in so many ways but then there's yeah. just all this just weird little different stuff and yeah. so I yeah I I like that um the way that he tells that story of going into another world and how pretty it is. It's, mm-hmm. it's so, so pretty. pretty. Yeah. How do you feel about that toast that was 90% butter? <laughs> oh, oh man. I mean, we were talking about the food thing. Just like his mother used to make. <laughs> That's why she died. It's like, a, it's like an inch of toast, an inch of butter, and an inch of jam. Two inches of jam, which is fine. Jam doesn't clog the arteries. You guys are making me want to eat this shit. And then, and then when Mojito eats it, like I think he's about to drown it's because yeah, like, it's goes in off his, his nose. nose. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just like my mother used to make, awful. <laughs> but yeah, the beauty and the co-mingling of the worlds yeah. is yeah. is very cool to me. Um, it was. You guys kept saying fever dream. That is how I dream every single night. Like, <laughs> do well, you have a fever every night? <laughs> no, but like, legitimately, I was watching the movie. Like, this is exactly like a dream sequence that I would have on any given night. That's yeah. why I thought it was, but that, that's the only reason he wouldn't be surprised or questioning you this because that's how it is in a dream. You're never yeah. surprised. You're yeah. just like, oh, just I'm like, supposed oh, to be in this, this scene. The next, now. And the same, and and one of the things that was weird is that, like, you never really get a clear idea of what his objective is like sometimes Mm -hmm. it's to find natsuko sometimes it's to find his mom sometimes it's to save the world and that's very much how dreams are we're just like all right at this moment i'm trying to do this yeah um all that to say favorite part was the dream world and and how that kind of intertwined with the real world least favorite was just too many damn parakeets yeah um all in all i give it three and a half out of five marshmallow kirby's um <laughs> there you go yeah yeah 
Skin I would I would recommend it, especially if you like Miyazaki. Yeah. So last night or the night before, I fell asleep and had my podcast going, and I sure. didn't like turn it on, and it went on to the next podcast, and it was our podcast. <laughs> and I didn't like in my dream, I went from us doing the podcast on the movie to being in the movie to me editing the podcast that we were in the movie of. And I woke up and I was just like, what the fuck is going on? It's like one of those times when you wake up and you're like, I'm late for school. Oh, wait, I'm 30 and don't have to go to school anymore. (laughs) Exactly I was going to say it's one of those times you like have a dream where you're like working on Excel sheets and you wake up, you're like, I need a break from work. Uh-huh. <laughs> I, I literally woke up and was like, I have to edit the Godzilla podcast. Shit, let me go do that. I forgot to. Oh shit, it's I'm listening out. to it on on the internet where it is edited. Yeah. Also, I low key predicted part of this movie in my dream last night. Did you? Oh. Well, in spirit. Okay. I think because in my dream last night there were suddenly hundreds of kittens, like okay. little baby okay. kittens, crawling all over okay. me. They were so cute, and, and then I they was like, frog. What do Did we do with this? And and then we were watching this movie, and I was like, the Wara Waras. Yeah, did the they kittens. inflate to be born and like they did fly not off? inflate. Oh. We were basically just trying to figure out how to keep the cat population down <laughs> without having to kill without cats. having to kill kittens because there were so many. <laughs> Go the Bob Barker route, spay and neuter your pet people. Yeah. If you want to hear us talk about me and, Rick, me and Rick getting neutered, you can listen to more of our episodes <laughs> on our podcast. They do talk our, about it a lot. On our website, <laughs> opinionatedpodcast.com. Additionally, we're on social media at OpinionCast on Twitter and OpinionatedPodcast on Facebook. Feel free to reach out to us at our email address, opinionatedmoviereviews at gmail.com. We always love hearing from you guys, whether it's your thoughts on our episodes or what we should listen to in the future. If you get a chance, please leave us a rating and follow us on Spotify. Between that and you sharing us with your friends, it's the best way we have of getting out to new listeners. We always appreciate you guys listening. Until next time, we're opinionated. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Christmas.